I invite you all to join our young adults on our weekly Bible study podcast as we discuss faith, life, and everything in between. Yeah. So um, I posted a link in the in the chat. Um, I'll also be posting that link in our text message group. Um, it basically says what I just said, and also encourages you to follow us at RCF Ministries on Instagram so that you can post your comments to our next week's topic. Um, and also, hey, you can comment on what we talked about last week. Um, <clears throat> so recap of last week, and I'm going to do this in four minutes instead of five because we are running fast. Um, what did we talk about last week? Anybody remember last year? The plug. The plug. Uh, that was actually two weeks ago. Yes. The plug oh. is the J plug, which is um, thinking about whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure, lovely, of good report. If there be any virtue, any praise, think on these things. And the acronym THJPLJ, PLG is the J plug. Um, so that's where that comes from. It, it was a lesson on how to filter our thoughts and to guide ourselves and try to help us to get away from things that can cause us depression thoughts. Um, last week, we talked about the importance yeah. of, yeah, there it is. We talked about the importance of forgiveness um, and what it's really about, um, why Jesus wants us to do it, and how a big part of forgiveness is um, allowing you to move on. Because sometimes it's hard when we hold on to stuff. It can cause, it can, it can just keep us mad um so yeah we talked about that last week um so this lesson is called the importance of the children um let me share my screen one more again do, 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 do. so if you click on the link um to our yam young adult ministry uh google doc you'll be able to see this stuff um the first one i'm going to read is john three or third john Chapter one, verse four. This is the NIV version. Um, and it says, <clears throat> as I make my screen bigger, there we go. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. Uh, does anybody have another version they want to read? That's not the uh, NIV for John, uh, the third book of John one, verse four. That's, that's hard to say. Third book of John, chapter one, verse four. There we go. Anybody else? It's not NIV. Okay. Moving on. Uh, I will occasionally ask us to read different versions because none of us speaks that I know of. I have have it. I was looking for it. Okay. Go for it. Uh, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Okay. So when you all hear that, what do you think about? Um, that God wants us to be truthful. And that yes. is all he wants. <laughs> well, that's not all he wants. Most of it, not all of it, right? You smell, he's like, y'all funky, but at least you're truthful. Like, hey, you you must say, throw, throw, take a shower in there too. 
I was telling my wife, man, before I was married, there were some days that I just was not bathing. Um, but hey, that was, you know, in the past, God has changed me. He's, you know, washed me, made me clean. Uh, <laughs> so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to flip that on y'all because when I read this and it says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. I think of, okay, well, what is, what is the truth? What, what does that mean? And then I also think about this. When you have kids or you see somebody's kids or all of us here have nieces, nephews, been around little kids, somebody's little cousin um, around us. And what is, what is something that every parent or every young adult tells a kid or, you know, make sure you behave or you gotta know how to act. They need to act right. Has anybody heard that phrase before? This kid needs to act right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. If somebody's mm-hmm. not acting right, what happens? Bad things happen. <laughs> Bear the rise. Oh, they uh, get their behind whooped. That's right. I'm <laughs> telling my daddy, and I'll be lucky to see tomorrow. <laughs> that's right. Brought you in this world. No. Um, <laughs> take you out. My dad, my, my dad, he's 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 uh very interesting. He always says, uh, he just says, Hey, Marvin Gaye's dad. So if you don't know what that means, look it up. That's another story for another day. <laughs> but he's like, that's so sad. He's the oh grit, the grit. Was Al Green? Was Al Green? Oh, that was Al, Al Green. Green. My that bad, my Al bad. Green. I'm it was Gaze. a shot. It was a gun with the uh, yeah. Marvin like, Gaye's okay. dad. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, thought he was thought his son thought he was big enough to step up to a man. He just hey, um, but anyway uh no <laughs> the reason i put this scripture on here um i have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth is because when we're kids we're all taught how to act and for me what that means is everybody's acting but who are we when we're not acting when we're not who in here is an actress or an actor i'm not i tried and i suck at it and i can admit that that's why i am behind the camera um or like singing in front of it because man my acting skills are not good they're not i don't know how to act so if and and i i moved to south america for a decade um when i was 25 and i wanted to see who am i when no one is around me that knows me who am i when i don't have no family around when i don't have anyone who's ever taught me anything around me who really am i who am i when i'm not acting and so this scripture is deeper than just walking in truth. If, a, if you're teaching a child how to act, something that's more important is teaching them the truth. So there's a reason behind it because anyone can act. Um, for example, uh, there is a, I don't know a lot about the story, but there's an Idaho killer who, who killed four people and um yeah. news came out and said that the police had stopped him twice on his trip i guess to go murder people and he just kept going um or um something uh that um the dj that was on the ellen show uh committed suicide and a Sweet. lot of people yeah um a lot of people said he was calm when he went to the hotel he was acting fine he wasn't aggressive um it's because mental illness is not something that you can always see um he was acting 
And this killer who was stopped, he was acting. Um, most people who are going through something really, really, really um, extreme, uh, they know how to act. It's, it's, for example, for me, when I get really angry, I get quiet because I'm processing and everything that I say is something that I truly mean forever. Um, I know how to act. So this scripture is saying more than teaching your kids how to act or fit in, we need to teach them the truth because the truth shall set you free. When I moved to Argentina, I don't know what I was expecting, but I found out who I really was because God was still with me um, because there was a truth put in me from when I was a little kid that never left me. So I'm going to go to the next scripture. This is Acts 20, uh, 32 through 35. And this is the NIV version. It says, am I still sharing my screen? Why not? Do... Okay, so it says, um, Acts 20, 32 through 35 says, Now I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all of those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. And everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak, remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself, that the Lord, uh, remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. So um, a few things about this. We've all heard, I don't know if we've all heard it, but I've heard it's better to give than to receive. Um, and uh, what what does that mean to you all when you hear somebody say it's better to give than to receive? How how have you all interpreted that? That when somebody gives me a Snapple and leaves it in my car, instead of drinking it, I could have gave it to that homeless person that was out on the street. I felt terrible for drinking it because hey, I didn't even want it. I just I like fast when I'm at work. I fast mm -hmm. for like twelve plus hours, and. I was fasting today and I couldn't wait till I, I got home and I had this snapple just sitting in my car and I, I regretted it. Like I opened it, I started drinking like, man, this corn syrup sure tastes good. And then I saw like a homeless person walking down like the side of the ramp to the highway. And I was like, man, I wish I had something to give them. Like for some mm -hmm. reason, like I, I share sentiments with uh, Pastor Felix, like I don't like seeing homeless people like so down in the dumps. And so every time I have something on me, I always roll down my window and give it to them. Like somebody at church one Sunday, she had this overload of like, like banana bread or pumpkin bread, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. and she gave us extra. We weren't going to eat it all as a family. So as soon as I left the church parking lot and I was turning onto, I think like Chambers or something, whatever that street is, like two lights mm -hmm. uh, left. Uh, there was a guy sitting there like anything helps. I rolled down the window, gave them like the bread, you know, yeah, it just warmed my heart to get to homeless people. So I regret opening that snap. I was like, man, next time I have an enclosed piece of food, I'm gonna hold on to it. Yeah. <laughs> because there's no, somebody that's, that's walking good. the streets right now. I'm gonna I'm catch them and I could just give it to them. So yeah. 
That's that's good. Um, as someone who has been on um, a worship team or um, been a worshiper for a long time, um, what that means to me is open your eyes when you're singing because sometimes when you close your eyes, you're receiving and it's better to give than to receive. So don't just be on stage receiving for yourself. It's better to give worship than to just be receiving it. Um, but you know, looking looking at this even more so, I think that this also means we need to give to the children's um, instead of just ourselves. Now, when in John, or in the third book of John, one through four, when he said, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. This was written in around a, uh, AD 85, between AD 85 and 100. What that means is this was written 50 years after Jesus died on the cross, rose, and was gone. Can you imagine like 50 years later than that, his disciples are writing this when they're older? Um, so he's not just talking about kids. He's talking about his spiritual children. And what I mean that it's better to give and, than to receive is this year, our goal should just not be to come here to receive for ourselves, but it's to take this word, word and give it to someone. So I'm going to read this next part. Um, and this is where the hammer gets dropped. Um, let me share the screen really quickly. Do, 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 do. All right. So this next part is Matthew 18, 1 through 14. And this is the, the, King, the New King James Version, the, the NKJV. At the time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Is it LeBron James or is it Jordan? No. Um, is it, who, is, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> is it LeBron James? Um, then Jesus called to, um, he called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them and said, assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself um, as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. Uh, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of offenses. For offenses must come, but woe to the man by whom the offenses comes. Um, if your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into the everlasting fire. And if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I say to you in that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven. For the son of man has come to save that which is that which was lost. What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 and go to the mountains to seek the one that is straying? 
And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Even so, it is not the will of your father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. This is a lot going, there's a lot going on here in this passage. And the reason I chose this long passage is because the reason we do Bible study is for you, for us to take this and study it during the week and talk about it. Because he's talking about little kids, and then he starts talking about your own eye and your own hand, and then he's talking about um, sheep being lost. And it's just like, whoa, but I want you to look at this scripture through this lens. I want all of you to think of that one person who, that you know of, at least one, that is semi-saved or uh, working out their salvation. And what I mean by that is they have one scripture and they just live by that and nothing else. Or they only have one scripture and they just say, God knows my heart. And they take a puff, they take a puff and keep doing what they're doing. Or they take a drink or they, they go work and cut somebody out or do whatever they do. Um, God knows my heart. I want you to think of that person that is not a quote unquote Christian, but believes in God. And it's just like, man, I just, you know, I just know that the universe has something for me. Or I, I want you to think of that one person that might be Catholic and, and isn't really connected to Catholicism, but they believe in God. And then I want you to read the scripture again, where it says, at the time, Jesus, at the time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him and set him in the midst of them. Instead of that little child, I want you to think of that one person that is semi-saved, that is doing everything wrong, but trying to have one scripture to hold on to. And if Jesus said to you, assuredly, I say to you, unless you um, converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. What would you do if all of your holiness, everything that you do in church, God says to you, the most important person in the kingdom is not the pastor who's fasting for a hundred days, is not the, the prophet who's healing people, is not any of these people. It's that one semi-saved person that's trifling that is in your life that doesn't have a clear vision of God, but is just saying, God knows my heart. What if he's talking about that is the most important? And then he goes on to say, because if you cause that person to sin, if you cause that person to keep stumbling, it's worse. You might as well just tie some around your neck and throw yourself into the depths of the ocean because this person is looking for a lifeline and all they need is just a little bit. And woe is the man who causes them to sin because I would leave 99 of y'all and go look for them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got 99 saints. <laughs> but this this ain't one of them <laughs> i i i need that that is the most important in the king kingdom humble yourself humble yourself like a kid and i'm like man if i was one of the disciples i'd be like so what are we doing and i ask us the same question what are we doing because we're asking questions like is it wrong to do this is it wrong to do that and god's saying is it causing you to sin and stop doing it as a christian 
you might be able to say, hey, I mean, I have family members who are Jewish. I can go eat me some ham hocks. But if I'm around them and they're not eating any pork, I'm not going to be smacking on some ham hocks just because I can. I'm going to say whatever, whatever is going to allow me to be in your presence and not offend you, I'm fine with that. If we're not eating pork today, we're not eating pork today. If I know you can't handle this, I'm not doing that. If, and I if, would um, add, honors God. Yes, whatever you do that honors God, that's true. Now, somebody asked this question. Does that mean I got to stop smoking in order to go to church? The answer no. is, do you have to heal yourself before you go to the doctor? Do you have to... Um, be a karate master before you join the nearest dojo? <laughs> Probably not. The answer is no. Come as you are and let God change you. So that's why this year, our goal is definitely numbers. And when I mean numbers, this is not an exclusive club. This is bring everyone. If somebody says, man, I, I've talked to people who said, I am in a, I, I've talked to some of my coworkers in a lesbian relationship and said, I grew up Christian, but I just can't go to church because I'm just not accepted. And um, I just, you know, don't know what to do. So I just live my own life. Well, my response is come learn about Jesus. Let me be that light in your life. That's all I got to say, because Jesus is the one that touches our hearts. Jesus is the one that can change. It's not my job to say, oh, you're injured, then you don't even enter into this hospital. Um, questions, comments. It is now time for questions and comments. I love that. Come as you are and let God change you. Speech, mm -hmm. brother, speech. Yeah. Um, that was this, beautiful. This, oh, go ahead. Hmm? I was just saying that was beautiful. I like that a lot. Yeah. And, and, and I'm serious about this year, this group is not about us. We come here because we want to be fed, but God is telling us, you all are forgetting about the children's. You're forgetting about the children. You're forgetting about my, my soon-to-be pastor who's in the club, my soon-to-be preacher at the bar, my soon-to-be uh, worship leader. I don't know, playing dice. What do, the, what, do, what do people do these days? I don't know. Um, you're forgetting about them because you're, we're so worried about ourselves. We're so worried about our own salvation. We're sorry. We're so worried about, am I going to make it? Am I doing things right? God said it's better to give than to receive. So go out and give his word and we can all receive together. Hey, um, any other comments or questions? Got me feeling drink, guilty drinking this Gatorade. Like, I wonder if I should have gave this to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it does that to you. But it's not like a guilty feeling. I think it's more so like a um a longing to 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 have that um a longing to nurture your charitable soul. Hey, a longing to nurture your charitable soul. Yeah. If, if if it hits you in the moment, that's when you're supposed to do it. Um, it's already open, though, bro. I got, I got germs on it and everything. I that, that reminds me of my dad tried to get his homeless man in DC a Nutri-Grain bar, and he was like, "Man, I don't want that." <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of homeless person that's spoiled. We had them in Michigan and Ann Arbor, bro. 
university and homeless people are spoiled. Yo, you can't just give them anything. You say you want something, they're gonna tell you where to go. Tell you what to get. Good. <laughs> Some homeless people are spoiled. Hey, but that, that's I mean, real talk. Um, I saw this homeless man once in Argentina, and I feel like God just put it on my heart, go buy him a meal. Um, so I went and bought a meal with my last dollar and, um, you know, went up to him. The music was playing everything. I was standing over. I was like, God told me to buy this for you. And he was like, man, I'm not hungry. I don't want that. And I was like, so I just sat down beside him like, okay, I have no idea what we're supposed to do now. Cause I know God told me to give this to you. And you said, no. So I'm just going to sit here and this food is going to sit here. I just sat down, just sat down the side of the street sidewalk. And we just sat there. And then he started talking to me. He started talking to me about how he um, used to sing in church and how he can't now because um, there's like this spiritual thing that was stopping him. Um, and then he just started telling me about his life. And that's what God wanted. He said, I've told you to buy that because um, one, you're not spiritually mature enough to hear my exact commands. But two, because I knew that this man just needed somebody to talk to. It wasn't even about the food. Um so yes, we need to be preparing ourselves to hear God, um, to find out what the truth really is. So that first verse, um, teach them about the truth. Let me not misquote it. The first verse said, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in truth. Uh, that is a challenge for us to learn the truth so that we can teach it to people and stop telling people how to act, but teaching them how to walk in truth. Um, any other questions or comments? If not, we're going to move into the prayer time. Look at us. We're on, we're on schedule. Hey, um, I feel like we went a little fast today, but I am really, um, I really do want to honor our time of making sure we are done by 830. That's a Nate Any other right comments? There. He said that every week. <laughs> <laughs> I do say that. I, I will say that. Shirt, bro. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> I'm here to honor your time. Yes. Any other comments? Yeah, I have a comment. Okay, who's so who speaking to? Michelle. Okay, thanks. So, like, since we're called the Yam, does that mean our theme song is gonna be "Can I Get to the Yam"? <laughs> I know oh my like gosh oh man <laughs> um I, I, lo I love that uh it is yam not plural just yam. <laughs> there's a difference <laughs> because um I was joking with Eddie and I was just like um you know because Kimberly sent me the link to the young the youth um the young adults meeting is what it was called I was like that's the yam um and uh, I've been saying every week, let's just take an hour to be distracted by God. So I told Eddie, I was like, hey, man, we're about to be distracted by that yam. You know, hey, distracted <laughs> by that, you know, that young adults ministry. Hey, we get distracted for an hour. Uh, so, <laughs> um, the S that is, is that for is not... <laughs> saved. The S is for saved. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is by no means our official name I, I just think it's catchy for a podcast the yam the yam podcast I'm like what uh yeah it's the yam um get an hour to be distracted by god uh that's a great <laughs> great comment um ashlyn 
Thank you for logging in for the prayer and the amen. Um, but hey, you are here. This has been recorded. So uh, anybody who wants to can go back and listen to this. Um, we'll work out the format. Um, it probably won't be video to just be audio uh, for all those who are worried about being on camera. You can be on camera. None of us are going to look as good as Eddie does because he got that 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 buttery, creamy camera um, looking smooth. But hey, next week, I'm going I'm to do my best. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to move into our prayer request. So if we look at our agenda on the, the YAM document, um, the last point says prayer for five minutes. And what I want us to do is, this is something I learned in college. Um, there would be, I, I would be in some large groups and prayer requests would be going and it always became an issue of, can I memorize everything that everybody is saying? Um, and I would always forget somebody. Um, especially when there was a guest because the person praying would be like, Lord, I want you to bless um, uh, that, that person that said, uh, you know, you know that, yeah, bless them. And I'm like, man, she said her name was Joy. Just say Joy. Um, we're going to write it down. So any prayer requests, um, I'm going to write it down in the chat. Uh, we can write it down. In, in the document for the specific day so that we know what we're praying for. So it's not just, you know, forgetting stuff. So let's go down the line. Um, tell me, what are y'all prayer requests for this week? I have a combo. I have two. Okay. I like combos. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I want to be, I want to be more of a people person. I'm like super, super hardcore. It's that ambition side of me. Like, I go to work and I'm just like mad driven, but it's, it's like uni focused and I want to gravitate towards people. If I'm trying to shine my light so they can come hither, I can't be so like strong willed and so like strong powered. So Mm -hmm. I want to learn how to be more of a people person to like tone down this like ambition drive that I have. Okay. Uni focused. So it could be more like, I can focus more on my environment versus just myself. Okay. And then that led me into our conversation to bring up uh, the charitable soul thing because I'm still like a little salty. Like <laughs> I saw this man and then I looked at my Snapple. I was like, dang, like <laughs> I think my heart is just calling out for um, the opportunity to provide more charitable acts. And mm-hmm. so uh, I want God to lead me into uh, the pathway of just a, a giving soul, a given spirit. I mean, I give, but I, I felt like honestly in that moment, like um, a failure, like I let I let somebody down. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not giving enough. So. Um, okay, so I got pray to be a people person, your charitable soul. And what was the second part of that? Yeah, that, that was the two. Yeah, okay. in summary, sorry, I was rambling. I, I digress. So it was um, charitable soul and then people person. Okay. Um, next person, um, cause I'm doing out of y'all time. Uh, what are the, what, some more prayer requests I'm gonna put on here, our families just in general. Um, somebody else, a prayer request, Ashlyn, what's your prayer request? Um, I would say just, um, just letting go of the past, letting go of things that are just like keeping me kind of stagnant. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's something that I definitely need 
prayer about is just letting things go and moving forward. Okay. Shout out to Frozen. Hey, let it go. <laughs> let um, it go. <laughs> and shout out to uh, Lion King when he hit he hit Simba in the head. He was like, what up it? This is in the past. <laughs> <laughs> like if I was him, I would have ate that. Little, I would have ate that little monkey. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I had to say it like that. I would have ate that little monkey. <laughs> um, yeah. Any other any other prayer requests? You know, one minute. Um, I have a prayer request. Yes. Um, and and first, let me let me just say I couldn't respond earlier when you were asking for comments because there's a lot of noise in the background over here. Mm -hmm. to try to find a quiet spot, which still isn't quiet. But at any rate, um, just a really good job, Nate. Excellent teaching. Um, and I love your sense of humor. Prayer request is for my ex-husband, who is Madison's father, who's been in the hospital um, for almost a month now. Um, mm -hmm. And so just asking for prayer for him, for his healing. And uh, mm -hmm. we know that God is able um, just also asking God to give me really innovative ideas for uh, some of the um, the vision that he's given me for 2023. I, I want to be very strategic and creative. Thank you. All right. Um, I love that. I love that. Uh, yeah, that, that speaks volumes on everything we've talked about last year of forgiveness and all kind of stuff. Um, so I have six things. I'm going to go ahead and pray for us because it is 830. You can always log in here. Um, and if you don't see something that is on here that you want to pray about, go to our Instagram, our Instagram, RCF, RCF Ministries, and write in your prayer requests. Um, we're going to go ahead and pray. I'll pray for this week, this week, but we'll be rotating on who prays for us because um, that's what it's all about. We'll also be rotating on who gives the lesson um, because that's what it's all about, too. All right. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just we just thank you for this day. Um, we thank you for being our king, Lord God, and, and just taking the time to allow us to be distracted by you. Um, you are you are sovereign. You are you are holy. You're wonderful. And and for some reason, you you care about our opinions and our in our thoughts and our hearts. Um, we ask forgiveness for the sins that we have done uh, for not always living like you want us to for not waking up in the morning and acknowledging that you are the king of the universe and starting our days off with prayer. Um, we just, we ask forgiveness, Lord God, and we ask that you would keep working on our hearts. Um, next thing we want to pray for hope. We want to pray that she could be more of a people person um, that you would just touch her and give her wisdom on what to say and what not to say when to bite the tongue and when to let it fly. Um, and we also pray for her charitable soul that you would, you would, um, you would touch all of us and let us know when you're telling us to give up our shoes, to give up our socks, to give up our Snapple, whatever that you're asking, Lord God, help us to be more charitable because when we're giving it to them, we are actually giving it to you and we're doing that as a worship. Um, so help us all to be more charitable. Um, I want to pray for our families, Lord God, because we might be the only God that they see. Um, and we know it's tough because a lot of times they're not listening to our words. They're looking at our actions. So help us, Lord God. And we pray for our families. We pray for salvation of our family members who just don't believe. Um, and we also want to pray 
that you help us um, to let go of the past, Lord God, specifically for Ashlyn. Um, let her know that you have so much more in front. And when you shine your light on us, it does not matter what is behind us. So um, we pray that Ashlyn would be able to just help her, Lord God, to let go of the past, um, regardless of if it's something that she has the right reason to hold on to, Lord God, help her to just let go. Um, we also pray for um, Pastor Topaz, his ex-husband, uh, Madison's father, that you would be with him in the hospital and that you would do a miracle, Lord God. Um, you would just, sometimes you ask, is there one person that would be willing to pray? Is there one that would be willing to lift up and trust in you, Lord God? So as a group, we come together and we're lifting up Madison's father right now, that you would heal him in the hospital, Lord God heal in the name of Jesus. And we also pray for your wisdom and your innovative ideas for this year, Lord God. We know that it is not about us. You said that you would leave the 99 to go search for the one, and we want to do that, Lord God. So help us to come up with ideas and innovation of how you want us to seek that one person that doesn't know that you're calling them yet. So we love you, and we praise you, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Amen. Um,